Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everybody. Nick Bradley. It is 15 minutes to action for another week on the podcast. Uh, I keep getting heaps and heaps of great feedback on these episodes, so I'm going to keep on doing them. Uh, And you know what's interesting? I I did one last week, which came from the audience, came from you guys in terms of the stuff that you want to hear. And that was awesome. I really enjoyed doing that. So if you have ideas please send them through me. You can get me on Instagram. You can get me on LinkedIn. Send them through. If I haven't covered the topic before and it piques my interest and I think it's going to be helpful to everybody else, then I will absolutely consider doing that as a 15 minutes to action episode. Okay, so let's get into it. Today, I want to talk about innovation. I've talked a lot about leadership and I've talked a lot about sales and marketing. I've talked a little bit about product development in terms of ecosystems and stuff like that. But I haven't talked about innovation and I want to kind of go into that because, you know, having a a focus on innovation, a culture of innovation is quite an important thing all the way through your entrepreneurial sort of scale up journey, if you like. So a lot of people think that innovation happens at the beginning, you know, when you're creating a business and you're starting something up and you want to do something unique and remarkable. But the reality of it is, is you have to be constantly innovating. Sometimes that's called Uh, simply called iteration, you know, iterating ideas, it's still really, really important because one of the things I've found that last few years, certainly the last decade, things have accelerated, accelerated because of technology, accelerated because of globalization. And what may be relevant to a client or a customer today may not be relevant tomorrow. And a lot of people, when they're going through their their business journey, they they think that the thing that they created from the outset, the thing that got them moving, is going to be there for perpetuity. It's going to be there forever. And that is simply not the case. So a few years back, I did some work with Google. And I did some stuff called design thinking with them. And I want to take you through a little bit of that today. And I want to talk about some of the key parts of that, because I think it will just help. You don't have to kind of get all Google-esque on it. Um, and whether you like the company or don't like the company, they do have some fantastic processes. But I think it's useful just to have this in your mindset because if your business has stopped growing, it could be that your proposition, your value proposition is not solving the problem that it used to solve and therefore you need to innovate and iterate to get yourself back to growth. So the first thing I want to say is that You've got to look at your business and a lot of the people that we work with are seven-figure businesses. They've got teams, you know, quite often over 50 employees. And you've got to have the the principle there that ideas can come from anywhere in your organization. And, and everyone is creative to some extent. People can solve problems that you may not think can. So you want to make sure that your culture allows for people to offer solutions, to offer ideas. And that's often one of the best ways to be able to filter down to the things that are really going to make an impact. And one of the things that sits at the heart of this concept called design thinking is that creativity with structure is what is required to solve complex problems. I just want to reiterate that again. It's creativity plus structure can solve complex problems. And design thinking fosters this culture. So it lets teams generate 
ideas, test ideas creatively and effectively. They fail fast. And as a result of that, the the best ideas, if you like, come to the forefront and then can be um, activated um, with more intention. So it's it's kind of like a process more so than it is anything else. Sometimes these things are done in sprints, but there are three core areas that sit underneath design thinking. And they're called the three E's. And I kind of, like I said, I learned this from Google. The first one is empathy. The second one is expansive thinking. And the third one is experimentation. And I'm going to go through each of these and I want to come back a little bit to expansive thinking because there's a, a deeper meaning behind that particular concept. Okay, so empathy, people think they know what empathy is, but a lot of people struggle with it. But it's, you know, to be super, super clear, it's it's really putting yourself into the minds, uh, into the beliefs, into the psychology of someone else. So if you can empath- empathize, if I get that right, um, with whoever you're trying to help, your client, your customer, your employees, whatever, whatever the focus is, you can then take inspiration from their needs, their feelings, their motivations, and that will open up the pathway, the thinking that you need to have to provide meaningful solutions to actual problems. So one of the first things to do is you need to kind of think about, you know, am I really, am I really understanding what people want? And I'll, I'll give you an example. There's a really good example in, with Google, actually, where they, a while back, they reevaluated their hiring process. And it used to take something like six to nine months to be hired by Google, multiple uh, touch points. Um, there's a great movie, I think it's called Interns or something like that with Vince Vaughn, which <laughs> explains how hard it is to get into Google. And... When they sort of went through that, they realized that everyone had a story about their bad interview experience with Google. And so they had to think about that and empathize with their interviewees. Um, and then Google's HR team came up with effective ways of changing that. So one of the, the key things was reducing the Google's time to hire and improving the whole experience so that they built the process around the interviewee as opposed to what they needed. So quite a quite a subtle but important shift. And that came from putting themselves in the interviewee's state, into their mindset, into the situation they're in. So expansive thinking, which is a really interesting concept, one of the things I absolutely love, is sometimes called brainstorming, but I think it's more than that. It's it's looking at cre- creating multiple ways of solving a problem or improving a situation. So instead of trying to think of one perfect solution, one perfect way, you have to think about reframing the problem or looking at it from all the different angles to get to several possible solutions. And it's absolutely fine that a lot of the ideas that come up won't end up working. The whole point of this is to is to go wide to then go narrow. So, you know, it's often, you know, to give an idea, like you might be with your team and to begin this process, try challenging the team to come up with ideas that aren't just 10% better, but, you know, they are 10x better. Basically thinking big, like really big, can give you radical new ideas. Again, you may not, implement those ideas but you may see something that can be brought back from the big idea which is going to make a big impact and i'll tell you something really quite funny actually i was on clubhouse the other day and i was on stage with grant cardone um and you know i mentioned 10x before his kind of whole thing is called the 10x movement he's got a great book on that and he actually came into the room that i was moderating in and i was speaking and i had the opportunity to ask a question to grant and he's he's a billionaire, created a you know global empire. And the question I asked him was, 
you know, how how do you go from being expansive in your thinking to being granular? So in other words, how can you go out there and think super big, but at the same time move down to the action that you need to take in the moment to make things happen? Because what you find is a lot of people are really good at, at that sort of wider expansive thinking, but they tend to daydream too much and they don't take action. Then you see other people who are really good at implementation, the granularity as I call it, but they can't think above you know, that 30,000 foot view to think about the possibilities that happen, you know, thinking maybe longer term or bigger. The really brilliant high performers, the really exceptional leaders are the ones that can move in between the dimension of expansive thinking and, uh, and granular thinking, taking action almost effort, effortlessly, seamlessly. And, you know, I asked that question to Grant Cardone and he was like, Oh my God, that's a really interesting question because he can do it and I've seen him do it, but he didn't quite have the awareness that he can. And I bring that up because I've interviewed so many amazing leaders and I've seen this trait as being consistent with all of them. So I just, you know, bring that up because again, I think expansive thinking is one of the key concepts, but it's expansive thinking and then the ability to also bring that down into something that can actually be implemented. Okay, and the third area is experimentation. And I often say, and this, this is huge, right, is that marketing is really experimentation. It's not really about following one path. It's about testing and trialing until you get the result. And then once you get the result, you put fuel on the fire, so to speak. You double down on the things that work and then you scale that up. So in the concept, again, of, of design thinking around innovation, you've got to have you know, a lot of ideas. You might have a list of ideas after you've gone through that expansive thinking process. And you need to start learning which ideas are going to work and which are not going to. And you need to come up with those decisions very fast. So the way to do that is to experiment, you know, build prototypes, test out marketing initiatives. And you want to make the decision really, really quickly about killing something or moving forward or tweaking it. So just those three concepts again, you either kill it if it's not working, you move forward with it if it is working and you double down on it, or you tweak it to get it to something that can work for you. And that's a really important process across any product development as much as it is marketing. And the reason I think this ladders back to culture to some extent is quite often it is something that you need to have as, as a set of standards or values in your organization. And quite often businesses don't think about those values and standards early enough, but failing fast, being innovative, being problem solving or having a mindset around problem solving, all of these things matter when you're hiring someone, when you're rewarding someone, incentivizing, when you're firing someone, you know, these are things that, you know, as you build the machine, as you bring in more people, you build teams, having these things as the foundational pieces are the things that will get you to scale. It's, it's like when I say <clears throat> having good processes and systems is important because, you know, then it's, it's templated and you don't want the whole business to be templated. You want creativity to live within that structure. But if you can balance both of those things together, you know, and you can work out a way that those things can coexist with what you're building, you're going to get absolutely the best possible chance of being successful. Okay, so I'll just kind of explain that last point a bit because I know this is a bit more theoretical today, but there are definitely some practical actions. If you want to be sustainable, if you want to be predictable, if you want to kind of deliver all the things that create a valuable business, right, whether you're growing that business for higher profits or whether you want to sell the business and create wealth, you need to be able to have those concepts of predictability within. Being creative when it matters, being externally focused, uh, being able to make decisions quickly, being able, as we said, to be expansive and granular, all of those things are going to allow you to to build 
um, more effectively what you're trying to do. And they are cultural concepts. They are things that are intentional and they come from you if you're the leader, if you're the CEO of that business. So there we go. I hope that was useful today. Um, As I said, some really interesting learnings from Google. I, I enjoyed my time there. Some of the things I love, some of the things I didn't like, but their their processes around this stuff is is world class. And I'd imagine, have I not worked in, I haven't worked in Apple or Amazon, but I imagine that there are similar things that work in those organizations too. And it's probably no surprise that they are the biggest businesses in the world, the biggest empires. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed the episode. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. And there you have it, another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale up journey. Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.